It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
White Dragon. A wise man once said, when a man is denied the right to live the life he believes in, he has no choice but to become an outlaw. Pipes to make diamonds And the pressure get to building And I'm feeling like I'm dealing with a million different demons And they screaming cause the devil right beside I'm lying Man, one of the most exciting days in my whole entire life, friends. One of the most exciting exciting days in my whole entire life. I am getting to, I'm going to interview a real live, honest to God, for real, like, rapper from back in the days, like the guys we used to listen to and stuff. But what's even so crazier than that, I actually got to be on his album, and this is crazy! And I would like to introduce you guys to uh, the guy who did this 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 beautiful song and this album, and uh, who has given me the great honor and pleasure to to actually get my voice uh, on on this. It's like this is like like it wasn't even on my bucket list, man. I, it's not even a bucket list thing. So it was just beyond the bucket list. Like something happened beyond the bucket list. But without further ado, L. Demonio. Here you go, man. <laughs> hey, brother, how you doing? Oh, we're doing good here. Let me see. Uh, let me, uh, yeah, I got to get you some space on here. Hold on. I um, need to, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, brother? There I am. Man. I really appreciate you having me on. This is, this is, this is amazing. Um, you have, you have gone through quite a journey to be here with us. A life's journey uh, that has taken you from uh, humble beginnings and, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the notorious world of street gangs all the way to uh, the, the, the world of, of music and rapping. You've rapped with some of the greatest artists of all times. You, you, you began uh, a, 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 a genre, you and a few other guys put together a genre of rapping the latin rapper like uh what else man <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh how much time do you have though like i said I, i've been blessed man you know the journey hasn't been easy but i've been blessed you know and, and uh i thank god for where i'm at you know Amen. Um, yeah. like you mentioned you know when i coming up you know i was kind of a knucklehead in the streets doing things that shouldn't be doing and um Within that, like I said, I got into music, and uh, I met a man who uh, who is the foundation of uh, all the success that I've had throughout my uh, my life and my career. Um, uh, and it's funny because just recently you put me back in touch with him. I haven't talked to this guy in like 25 years, yet he was the guy who founded El Demonio, my first manager. Wow. Um, and uh, we became best friends. Um, you know what? We were we were more than friends. That dude was my brother. He knows my family personally, you know, we used to come to holidays, Christmases, Thanksgiving, and, you know, um, something happened in his life, and we kind of lost touch, but we're back in touch again, and, and that's pretty awesome. So, like I said, uh, it, it's, been, it's been a cool journey, man, and, and I'm super grateful for it. Man, um, 
I, I, you know, it's just crazy how the world works, how you and I have been talking and we, we've been talking for years and we, we, we've had this, uh, we've developed this, this relationship. And for many of those years, this guy that you're talking about and I, you know, we're, we're close and everything. And, uh, one day I'm mentioning, Hey, I'm going to be on this, this, I'm going to be on this, uh, this, this, this album, uh, with, uh, this guy named El Domenio. And he said, that's El Domenio. And <laughs> how the hell could you possibly know that guy? <laughs> and it's crazy how, yeah, how the guy, world works. Like I said, man, he, he definitely is the foundation to everything that I was able to do. I mean, like I said, he, and you know, what's, what's funny about it is, so, you know, we all grow up and, uh, you know, we make wiser decisions. But he got the young El Demonio. He got the knucklehead fresh from the streets. And, oh, my gosh, the stuff that I put that guy through, I, I can't imagine why he stuck around. Like, he is such a good dude, and I love him dearly. But uh, it, it definitely wasn't easy uh, me, managing me back then, definitely. And, like I said, that guy was like a godsend. Because the stuff that I put him through, Black Dragon, oh, my gosh. <laughs> we were talking the other day when you when you hooked us up with him, hooked me back up with him. And uh, most of the conversation was me apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure he held no. And, you know, the funny thing about it is um, he has also uh, advised me. He he has been as close to me, you know, and advising me and telling me the, the right kind of things to do and keeping me out of trouble. Uh, so, like, he has never stopped that, that kind of um, uh, being. He's a super brother, man, and... The fact that he would be in both of our lives, yours back then and me now, and be that same dude, man. So oh, that, he, He's always been consistent throughout his life. He's just a, one of the most solid dude I ever met. And like I said, I love the dude dearly. You know, you know what? Hey, I'm talking about Mario Guzman. Let's <laughs> just say it. This dude, uh, uh, most known as Super Mario. We call right him Super Mario. Mario. That's, a, that's, a, that's yeah, our name for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, man, like. I can't, man, that dude busted his ass for me when he didn't have to. And uh, all these years that passed, like when we lost contact, um, I've always given him credit. Like if there wasn't a Mario, there wasn't an El Demonio. And that's a fact. That's definitely a fact. I would have been in prison or, or dead. Uh, you know, uh, you know, he helped me get my uh, Dragon's Lair started. He taught me everything. He taught me everything from how to buy cigars to how to buy liquor. He taught me everything. So... <laughs> I didn't even know yet. Do you know how much? Uh, do you know how much money a bottle of liquor will 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 make you? No. <laughs> he taught <laughs> he taught me everything. How to pour a glass of liquor. Uh, everything. So what what got you into uh, rap? I mean, you you're you're a guy on the street uh, hustling. How, yeah, what what you made know, you know you were a singer? You know, I. I was into music back then, you know, you know, that was uh, kind of my uh, my sanctuary, you know, my my uh, my Zen place. But, yeah, I was into music back then. But I used to, you know, I play guitar and we were kind of like in a bluesy rock band back then. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, back in the olden days, uh, record companies would give you money to go to the studio to make a demo specifically for them. It's not like the way it is now where you shop it around. So uh, Polygram was a uh, was a pretty big label back in the day, and they asked us to go in the studio. And I was just a youngster, man, and our band was young. That was kind of like the gimmick. I think I was like the oldest dude in the band, and I was like 17, 18, or whatever. 
And we went into the studio, but prior prior to going into the studio, uh, I was watching MTV. Remember MTV used to show nothing but videos back in the day. And I got introduced to a dude, uh, um, uh, one of the uh, original legends. His name's Kit Frost. He was uh, he did a song called La Raza. And to be honest, you know, forgive me, you know, the guy's a legend and, and I think he's awesome. But back then I didn't understand it. And I thought it was kind of weird that uh, he was rapping over a Santana beat. And I was thought it was just kind of silly or whatever. But so we went to the studio and during a break, uh, my drummer started playing a really funky rap beat, uh, funky rap beat, you know, and and just joking around. I started rapping, just freestyling. I wasn't a rapper, brother. I was just freestyling, and I had no idea that the engineer was uh, running tape. And um, he recorded this. So when we left the studio, I guess a uh, uh, manager or a dude filled with music um, came in after me, and the engineer showed him the tape. And uh, the, he got my number, gave me a call, and we were on the phone for like 15 minutes before I even realized what he was talking about. He was like, hey, man, I really, I really enjoyed what you do. I'm interested in you. I'd like to do it. I was like, that's great. I thought I was talking about my band. And he goes, so what do you go by? And I was like, I go by Ruben. And he was like, so, no, no, what's your rap name? I'm like, I ain't no rapper. He goes, well, I heard that tape, you know. I was like, I started joking, started joking and laughing, like, wait, what, what are you talking about? And... Um, he offered me, me offered me some stuff, made me some promises. Uh, I called my band and said, "Hey guys, I'm a rapper now." <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> and that's kind of how it happened. I just kind of fell into it. And then, like, um, not even like three months later, we were in the studio. I was working with the Ice Cube's producer, the Boogeyman, who, who uh, recorded my first single. And we went on the road, and and I never looked back. It's so crazy how it happened because you know some people do this stuff for years and years. I kind of fell into a record deal. <laughs> I fell into a career, you know, and uh, and it's always been like that. Like, you know, uh, I truly believe that that this was definitely a plan, a plan from above because, you know, there was a lot of work in a lot, a lot of hard work went into it. But everything always lined up no right. matter how many times I tried to shoot myself in the foot. It just it always lined up. It always worked out. So, so and, things are uh, things are lining up for you now, because like you're now. That, okay, so you dropped out for a while. Tell us about that. For a while, you dropped out of music. What happened with that? Oh, you know what? I thought, so my last album was with a company called High Power, Mr. Capone and them, and it was called Born Again. And uh, on that particular album, um, I just say, man, I blew my load. I, I called in a bunch of favors. I got like a bunch of huge, iconic artists on it. And it did pretty good, but... Um, I just thought like that was all that that was the final piece. That's all I had to offer. You know, magazines were uh, um, praising it, uh, critics were praising it. I think um, Mandatory Magazine called it an urban masterpiece. Um, and uh, and like I said, I just thought this is all I got left. I, I did what I did, and I kind of just decided not to renew my contract. Um, got into my other love. Those who know me know I love cooking, <laughs> and. Uh, so it was one of those things where I thought I was done. I thought I thought the journey was over. That aspect of uh, the journey was over. I got to work with uh, everybody in the industry. If it, if there was a, a rap hall of fame, I've worked with like eighty percent of those dudes in there. I mean, like, like I got to, I got to do a lot of a lot of awesome things. But um, I just thought it was done. And then every year since I've been gone, it's been almost ten years out of the industry. 
every year I'd get asked, you know, let's, can you do something else? Let's do a greatest hits record. Give us something. And I always turned it down until this last year. I think, uh, I, you know, it was a lot of reflection going on when I got asked to do it. Cause I had a feeling this was going to be the, the last time that it was being done because, uh, they offered a lot. <laughs> so I think it's gonna be the last time they asked. Oh, they offered a lot of yeah. cash. You mean? Okay, that's good. <laughs> they offered a lot. He said it all quick. They offered a lot. Yeah, they they, they promised to stream my pockets. I got you. Yeah. So let's just say what they offered. I'll never run out of tacos again. <laughs> okay, that's all right. <laughs> but uh, but you know uh, and I was willing to say no, but it was one of those things where. You know, time has passed, and and uh, and I didn't really know if people remembered who I was, what I was, what I brought to the table, what I contributed to to an industry. You know, I thought maybe my place in history is kind of lost, and maybe it was a little bit of ego involved. That let me just remind them one last time before you know I say goodbye. And uh, and that's what we did. We we got this uh, album together. It's the greatest hits album. It was. So it's a combination of all my biggest songs and um, and two new songs. And even that was kind of hard or tricky because like there was there's a lot of songs I left on the table. Like, you know, a song I did with Ice-T, that's not on the album. A song I did with the Ghetto Boys, that's not on the album. A song I did with uh, Tupac's Outlaws, that's not on the album. A song I did with G, uh, G-Unit. Like, I wanted all these songs on it, but I could only fit 18. Dude, you had the... Cornucopia of, of, of. <laughs> I've been very fortunate and and again it has to go with uh, the team that I surrounded myself with like I said it started off with Mario and then after that like I said I've always had solid dudes behind me and uh, uh, and a lot of them were like heavy industry dudes you know like uh, like currently when I decided to do this back like I told you I, I talked to a couple of people uh, I called a dear friend who's been in the industry for over 30 years and I've known him just as long and uh he is uh he's 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 a powerhouse in the industry and what we do and i asked him and and it was so nonchalant it's like oh of course you should do it man it's nostalgic like a lot of these guys are coming back go do it if you don't do it you're silly and yeah. uh and indirectly he's actually you know helping me he's the man behind the scenes i told him that i wanted to say his name but he said nope i'm the secret weapon oh. i think uh, he probably owes child support <laughs> no, i'm just kidding yeah. you know how that is <laughs> Uh, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. So I wanted to I wanted to look at this for a minute. It this is crazy because now you have so many opportunities opening up for you. You just did a um, an opening on a pay per view. Is it a boxing thing? What, tell us about that. Oh yeah, I was a uh, part of a. Okay, so we did. So when I decided to come back, when you when you're putting out a record, you got to go out and promote, and uh, that means like you know shows like this and definitely live performances. So. I haven't been on stage, brother, in like 10 years. That is a long time not to be on stage. So we did like a, a practice run. Uh, we did a, a small venue. Um, and then my very next show was a pay-per-view event. Uh, right before the championship fight, the main event, uh, I went into the ring and I performed. And they built it as this championship fight and the return of El Demonio. And, uh, yeah. And so let me. I mean, it's crazy. Like, who does that? Like. Uh, there essentially is my first show back, you know, as far as, as far as coming back and here I am doing live pay-per-view yeah, hey. in front of millions of people, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, so I, mean, again, gonna... I, I take, I don't take it for granted. The, the team that I have put me in situations where I could succeed 
And again, I've been blessed. So we're going to look at this for a minute. Hold on here. This is you. Uh, after, so this is your first time in the ring after 10 years. Yeah. I know it was, uh, okay. You can't talk right now because it's going to echo. So uh, we'll uh, bring you on right after this. top-selling Chicago rap artist of all time. His single, California Essay, features Snoop Dogg and is available now. Let's welcome El Demonio. Oh, that's really cool. Now, let me, uh, we're going to go here real quick. I got to go find the other one. They're supposed to be like an in order but they're not let's see there we go now i got you here we go boom and action Man, that's all right, man. <laughs> that's that's all right. That is cool. Man, the things man. I do for money. <laughs> yeah, and you get you get paid to get up there and do that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's pretty awesome. You know what, what was really funny? So, like I said, it's essentially my first show back, dude. There was like a, just so many people coming to the booth, you know, buying uh, my hard copies. My hard copies are available now for my new album, but uh, signing autographs and and again, when when I decided to do this deal, I thought like, oh, there is no way the company's making back their money. <laughs> yeah, because my fans are ten years removed. But no, there was so many people. Um, getting autographs, uh, thanking me for coming back. I had a couple of kids come up. This this stuck in my mind because it's really funny. They came up, and I was like, do you know who I am? And they were like, no, but my mom says you're badass. And I saw the mom over that way behind her. She was like, I have all your albums. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, I, for me, it's grandmothers now. But hey, yeah. you, you take what you can get. So yeah. here's, a, uh, here's the thing. You... You have the real street cred for the things that you rapped about then and now uh, because you started off in a, a real a hardcore, real, uh, um, I don't even know if street gang is uh, the word, but it was absolutely a major uh, organization that you were with. And now you are uh, uh, an outlaw biker in a 1% motorcycle club, another major organization. So I'm I'm just curious to know, especially for for uh, uh, my guys, uh, my my folks, gals and girls on this show. Talk to me a little bit about being a biker. What made you switch, go to the biker world, and and did you ride motorcycles as a young person, or was there something no, that absolutely when everybody was when when everybody in the neighborhood or the wadi was rolling around lowriders? I always had a Harley, brother. I love motorcycles absolutely love them like like i said there was a time where that's all i had was a motorcycle 
you know, and uh, as um, as I got uh, better off financially, I just got bigger and better motorcycles, you know. But I've always ridden a Harley. I started off on a Sportster, and, and it always evolved. But I've always had a Harley, and I always loved bikes. And uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. It's, it's, it's funny because, like I said, I used to get teased a lot, you know, like some dude on a Harley in the neighborhood. You're supposed to be in a low. I supposed to be in a '64 Impala. <laughs> but no. Okay, so what kind of bike you got? Right now, I have a uh, I have a trick out. All Mexican style uh, Road King classic. It's got a, um, air suspension in it and a custom paint job and some really awesome bandana work. And that's pretty sick. And practically live on that bike uh, when it's not uh, completely all snowed up. I practically live on that bike. Do you uh, do you have the ape hangers and? Now, or do you, do you have the bag? Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. I've got uh, 12 inches, um, 12 inch apes that are straight and uh, yeah, they're killer. Anything else, because I'm kind of a short guy, brother. So, you know, it almost, if I had anything bigger, it'd be, I'd be standing up on my bike. Now, do you have the bat wing on it, or or the the front, uh, or, or no? Oh no, I got the I got the bat wing. I gotta have that. As much riding as I do, I mean, I gotta have a little bit of protection. <laughs> do you have, Do you have bags on it? But, Is it a... look, but trust me, brother, I still look cool. I, <laughs> you know where I was going with that, but uh, <laughs> that's that's really awesome. Um, so. Let's talk a little bit about these lyrics and and um, what they mean to you um, as you as you wrote these lyrics. I, you know, when I hear this this song, I really get um, I get emotional like a little girl, man. Um, <laughs> and and it just really. But I want to talk about it a little bit to you. I got a still horse between my legs, and we've both seen better days. Tell me, tell me about those lyrics. What does that mean to you? Well. I, I am getting a little older too. You know, I am older. Uh, definitely seen better days, brother. Like uh, I love to ride, but sometimes these rides really hurt, you know. And uh, my bike, I love my bike dearly. And like my wife and my friends, you got to go trade it in. You got to go trade it in. You got to do a newer bike because it's an 08. But I love the hell out of it. You know, we both, both me and my bike, have both seen better days. <laughs> I got a ride to be free. I guess it's just the one percenter in me. Yep. Um, I think that's self-explanatory. You know what I mean? Like uh, our lifestyle, one percenter, outlaw, motorcycle, anything to do with it. But it's, it's all about freedom. It's all about getting out there. I had a, you know, there's, there's a common uh, cliche that said in our world, if I have to explain it, you won't understand it. That's kind of true. I could tell you everything there is where I enjoy riding a bike, but you probably won't get it. You yeah. know, if you're, if you're outside of that world, but I yeah, live to, I, it, I live to ride. I ride to live and I live to ride on my back. I let my flag fly. Oh, my flag is my nation. It's my club and I let it fly proudly. 
And and do you live to ride? I mean, what what does that mean? People say that all the time. What does that mean to you? Um, you know, to me, like I said, it it's almost everything, brother. It's 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 how I, you know, some people, you know, um do yoga or some people uh you know, some people pray and you know, I, I pray a lot, but uh when I need to clear my mind, when I need to work things out, when I need to uh uh, find an answer for something that's troubled me. I'll always find it on my bike, and I'll always find it in the wind. One hundred percent. That is my therapy. You know that is that is very very real. You know there was a there was a joke. So that and cooking is is for me. And I had a, a brother say, I was like, you know what, man? If it wasn't for these things, I'd probably be a serial killer. And my brother uh, respectfully said, um, you know, you could always do both. <laughs> <laughs> Lost so many yeah, brothers like along the way, I guess it's just the price we have to pay. You know, you come from a very hardcore background, my my friend. So um, for you, this is probably as real as it gets. Lost so many brothers on my on the way, I guess it's just the price yeah. we have to pay. Yeah, you know, and like I said, uh, uh, um, this this lifestyle, like I said, it's beautiful. The camaraderie, the brotherhood, the friendships, and. Uh, Unfortunately, thing, unfortunately, the things that we love sometimes kill us. And, you know, I've had many brothers uh, crash on motorcycles and, and lose their lives. And, you know, um, that's that's all part of it. it. It's all part of it, you know. Absolutely. I, I, um, I, I left um, this one. I, I left the world of make-believe and traded it for integrity. Yeah, I think I think that goes exactly with what we, we talked about. You know, it takes a, a different type of dude to do what we do, brother. You know, the, the world uses all these cliche words. Oh, I love you, respect, honor. But they really don't know what that means. They don't know what it is. You know, we live by a code. It's almost like a throwback like the, to the cowboy days where your word is your word. And, and uh, you don't lie. You don't steal. You, uh, you know, you treat people with respect and you get respect back or else. You know what I mean? It, it's just it's just. I think it's just a code of being a man, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for some reason, it seems like outside of our world or society, you know, men seem to be a little softer than they used to be. And uh, in our world, you know what I mean? Like it's it's a whole world of alphas. And that's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like I said, I, I love being around a brother. I know if he tells me something, I know it's real. And I know it's going to happen. I know it's his bond because he lives by the same code that I live with, that we live by, you know, and uh, that's very important to me. Uh, now I ride alone on a lonely road, just trying to make it home. Oh, that's been many a times. You know, these long roads, these long rides, uh, your beat, your tires. You know, um, there was one particular ride that sticks out in my life, and, and it was in the last two years. I, I, I damn near rode in the apocalypse. All I wanted to do was get home. Like, ah, I hate it. I was in so much pain. Every element that, uh, could exist existed i rode in 60 mile an hour winds i know because it was a big sign that said 60 mile an hour winds sandstorms uh hail we're doing 95 in the rain i don't even do 95 on a car in the rain much less a bike you know what i mean just trying to get where we're going and and like i said it, it it's rough and it's hard and it hurts but afterward it makes for a great story but you know, like I said, I, I've been in your area where I've been in your area where you where you where you reside, and I my God, those winds, 
That is that it, the winds where you are are just ridiculous, man. I just like. Can I please have the motorcycle right side up, please? It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You're leaning so far down, you can touch the ground with your hand, brother. <laughs> Something's real. Oh, real, 16 hours of that, man. Uh, I, I was just, I oh, my goodness, man. All my bros that, that ride in that area just, uh, when, it, when it comes time to make that big traverse, man, everybody's like, oh, the wind, the wind, the wind. So, uh, yeah, 95 miles an hour next to the guy next to you, and everybody's leaning over like this trying to get down. <laughs> yeah. What I find about it uh, being lonely is that even though you're with your brothers and you're having a great time or, you're, or a miserable time with your toes, uh, your nuts, your toes, and your fingers cold, uh, and uh, the rain coming into your rain suit like uh, like it's not supposed to, you're still, you know, you're still alone. You still have to ride that motor. It's not like you can be in the car and go to sleep while your buddy drives. Like, you're still on that bike, and it's still your ride, even if you even if you got 100 brothers with you. It's still your ride, and, 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 and it's not going to be complete until you get it done. Yeah, and not only that, like I said, the, the amount of focus, it's pretty intense when, when when you do ride like that. You definitely got to focus, man. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it, it makes the ride very intense. It, it, it adds a, a different element to it that makes it even a little bit harder. But, again, it's... I wouldn't have it any other way, brother. Like I said, I, I love it to death. I love it to death. Uh, I, I just got corrected by one of my... Uh... One of my subscribers says, Dragon, you're not alone. If you're wet, they are wet, and we are all wet together. Amen. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. And the final, fallen brothers are in the back of my mind. I will see you all on the other side. Well, that's the hope, brother. That's the hope, and that's the dream. Uh, there's been, uh, this past year, you know, I bought some really, really good brothers, and I definitely hope and pray that I get to see them again, you know. It just uh, the love that that uh, that grows within within a brotherhood and a friend. Like I said, you know, all of us. I think all of us, in, in a weird way, are kind of kind of broken or need something. I always tell like new cats, like, listen, if you're not in need of a friend or some pseudo family, you have no reason to come around. You know, so uh, I, I think that uh, that it becomes real. You know, it, when you lose a, a brother that's in the club or or. Uh, or a, a homie on the streets. I mean, you spend time with them. You broke bread with them. You know, they know all your intimate secrets. You know, you lose part of you, you know? Amen. You know, there's those brothers that have lost. I'm still not right, you know? But it is what it is. It's all part of the lifestyle, you know? Um, like I said, sometimes the things that we love kill us. And uh, and they leave uh, others to, uh, to remember us. I got a diamond on my heart, a three-piece on my back, and Lord knows that I bled for that. I got to ride to be free. I guess it's just the one percenter in me. Again, it's self-explanatory. <laughs> just that's what I am and who I am now today, you know. And uh, when we did this song, I, I don't know if I mentioned, so when we were putting together the album, um, you know, they wanted, you know, all my, my biggest hits. But I, I let them know, like, listen, uh, I, I love my work and I'm proud of my work, but that's who I used to be. I would like to do something that depicts what I am now. That's cool. And they were cool with it. They were excited about it. So on the album, I got two new songs. I got all my greatest hits. Well, most of my greatest hits and uh, 
two new songs i got this with diamond my heart which is the first single off of it and it has the music video the music video is on youtube and you could uh go check it out it's called the original el demonio and that's the youtube page and uh the other new song and we'll be shooting the video this saturday for it is called south side four percenter and then after that um i need to uh turn in uh four singles with four music videos and i fulfill my obligation and then i'll decide at that point if the journey continues or if it ends there so uh this part that you you brought in from nelson mandela the part that i was um very honored man i i want to publicly thank you for um this opportunity to be on your song your your comeback song your song that represents who you are and uh, your biker, I think it's going to be an anthem personally, but uh, your your anthem to be on this is such an honor and a pleasure for me. Uh, when a man is denied the right to live the life he believes in, he has no choice but to become an outlaw. That, Amen. That is that just just. Amen. And when I when I got that quote, I thought it fit really great in the bridge. And to be honest, there was no other choice. If you didn't do it, we probably just would have left it out. Your voice is so perfect in it, brother. And again, I appreciate you doing it for me. And just to let all your listeners know, like Black Dragon and I have been talking for about five, six years. And uh, man, I have nothing respect, nothing but respect for this man. He's been nothing but good to me when he didn't have to be. I didn't tell him, I didn't tell him in the beginning who I was. So it wasn't like, you know, later on, he, after I told him, he was like, I used to listen to your stuff. <laughs> I didn't, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't want that type of relationship with him. I wanted him or I wanted you, Black Dragon, you know, to, you know, just to dig me. And, and we hit it off and we become friends. And like I said, I respect you immensely, man. I got nothing but respect for you, brother. But so when I wanted you to do this, it was kind of, it was really cool. It was just like the cherry on the top thing. Like you helped me out so much. You know, you had these long conversations. You kind of guided me in some things that I asked you about. And like, it's like, man, I really want him on the song. And then when I reached out to you, um, Truth be told, I didn't get no response for a while, so I was like, oh, he's not interested. <laughs> and then you got out, and you're like, wait, I didn't see this. What's going on? So we started talking, and it got done, and I, I, I think I think this song's really good. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, um, put all my eggs in one basket and, uh, and uh, man, really want this to work out. But like I said, I think the song is good. People are liking it, and we know what happens. And I was telling you earlier, when I did this song, I was completely out of my element. Man, I'm a rapper, man, by heart. I'm I'm not really not a singer like that. And people seem to be digging it, so we'll see what happens, brother. I think it's I I think it's wonderful, man. Um, and I I'm so sorry. You know, I it's funny because Facebook has this thing. If you have your own Facebook page and you have subscribers and all this, it has this thing that says, "Hey." Such and such was trying to get in touch with you. You got you're a bad business person if you don't get back in. And for me, it's always <laughs> telling me like, "Hey, your, your response sucks, dude." <laughs> They've got me down like listed on the like uh, the poor business of the of the year. And I, I I'm just like I get back to people like, "Oh my god!" So when I saw when I when I realized you had sent me that and asked me that, I was typing back real fast like, "Did I miss the opportunity?" And you were like, bro, we got to get this done like in a couple days. So I, I sat in my, uh, I, thank God I have a studio. I sat in my studio and made it. And and then what you guys do, uh, what your engineers did, man, it just took it. It took that little garbage I made and just like, 
I sound like something, you know, like on like, you know, it was just cool, man. It's cool. So yeah, I'm I'm very pleased. I'm happy for you, man. You know, like I said, I'm really excited. Like I said, um, um, like I was mentioning, I have uh, hard copies available now uh, for those that don't want to wait for the the digital download. And uh, again, it's uh, spanned my whole entire career, plus two new songs. And um, you know, I I got Snoop Dogg's on my album, Three Six Mafia. T.I., Akon, T-Pain, Baby Bash, uh, Kid Frost, Lighter Shade of Brown. I mean, just, and Black Dragon. Black Dragon, yes, oh, yes. <laughs> 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 uh, and, you know, and, and, and a ton of others, man. Like I said, it, it, you know, it's one of these things where uh, it's my whole career and a lot of people, you know, played a part in my career. And, uh, and again, some of these artists, is, well, most of them on the record are, not just popular artists, they're iconic, they're iconic rap artists, legendary rap artists, and they all, uh, they're all on my album. And the album is called uh, El Demonio, The Preacher, The Gangster, The Outlaw. Um, it was supposed to be released yesterday. Um, there was a glitch in the system. My, distribu my distributor is on it, so we're thinking here in the next day or so. But until then, like I said, if, if you guys are interested, uh, uh, hit me up uh, on my Facebook page, uh, The Real El Demonio, and, uh, or go to the website, uh, tacoseldemonio.com. I got all my brand there because I also own a taco uh, business or Mexican restaurant. But um, you get it there. And also, like, a lot of other cool stuff, too. Like, uh, um, I have a uh, – I signed a deal with a comic book company. And before Christmas, they're releasing a comic book. It's called El Demonio Penance, and it's based on my name and likeness, and it's super cool. So that's coming out. So uh, you can check that out. And again, it's very, very important that all you guys go check out my music video, Diamond on My Heart. And again, it's at the uh, original El Demonio. Yeah, I'm going to show it right here. Yeah. Uh, now, let me, let me ask you this. There's one more thing that you're going to do. Yeah, can we can we not talk about it or? Oh no, absolutely. So Black Dragon is bringing up. Uh, so um, uh, again, I fell into something pretty amazing. Um, I'm going to be doing a movie um, that's going to be uh, for Tubi. Um, the thought was I would go try to do this movie and I'll be like a supporting actor or whatever, you know, because when I was young, my mom put me in a play and. I played a tree and I was killer at it. I didn't move or nothing. I was really good at it. <laughs> so that was the extent of my acting. But no, so I read for the part. Um, then I got told that, uh, listen, you'd be perfect for the lead. You're a little rough. We'll get you some acting lessons. But yeah, we start shooting in April. It's called Born a Suspect. It's about a, a veterano. Uh, most people call it an OG. Uh, trying to better his life but having a hard time. And uh um, from what I understand, um, uh, Anthony Campos is in it. He's uh, on the George Lopez show. He was in Harsh Times with uh, Christian Bale and Idiocracy with uh, Luke Wilson. And uh, also Anthony Briones, who was in uh, No Warning Shot. So, you know, there's some legitimate actors in it and me. <laughs> You're legitimate, my man. They got your ass in there. You're legitimate. So uh, yeah, I'm so excited well, like said, for you. Yeah, yeah go we ahead. Start, we, start shooting, we start shooting that in April, and it, it'll be out by summer. And, uh, yeah, so that'll be uh, I'm going to be in a movie. That's really cool, man. Uh, in my lifetime, I got to do a movie. It was really cool. 
So uh, it's the coolest thing in the world. So, but I, I didn't get to be the lead. Jeez, I got to step up my game. So <laughs> I'm going to play some of this going out, about half of it. I want, I'm not going to play the whole thing because I want you guys to go over to his page. Uh, this is the page right here. It is called El Demonio, D-E-M-O-N-I-O for my listening audience. Diamond on my heart, the outlaw biker anthem. Uh, and uh, right now we've got 2,400 views on it, so let's get these views up. Uh, this is it. You'll be able to hear it uh, right here. I'll put a link to it in the description box, and we're going to take this show out uh, playing some of this uh, wonderful music. Listen, hey, man. Would it be okay if I send out a, a couple of thank you really fast? Yeah, you yeah. Know, uh, uh, it, you know, CJ from uh, Law Tigers uh, has been essential in this comeback. And uh, I just want to thank him. Law Tigers, uh, uh, like I said, been a, a total blessing. You know, um, they, they've been incredible. Uh, my team, who uh, is making all this happen, you know, Robert Bartlett, he's amazing. Um, uh, Tony Briones, just like I said, all these cats were uh, industry dudes, and uh, uh, we become great friends, and now they're all getting behind me and wanting to be part of the team. And it's very informal, but it's still pretty amazing. And, uh, man, like I said, uh, Joshua Combs, who's uh, directing uh, uh, that movie that I'm going to be in, is also the director of uh, my music video. And that guy has won two Emmys. So I got, you know, I'm working with a, a dude that's got two Emmys, a director that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And again, it's, again I just, I'm very thankful for the journey. And uh, I definitely want to thank you, brother. Like I said, Black Dragon, you, you, you've been a total blessing in my life. And, and I really appreciate everything you do for me and everything you do for everybody else. And you guys need to appreciate it too, man. This is a good man right here. Oh, man. Don't make me blush. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Black dudes don't blush. We just get darker, man. <laughs> we don't turn red. Hey, man, I love you, man. Thank you so much. God bless you. I appreciate you, brother. All right, man. Uh, talk to you a little bit later. All right. So we're getting ready to go out with this song. Man, I want you guys to get this song, and uh, I want you to support it. It is, uh, it's, it's written for bikers, man. Here we go.
dragon. A wise man once said, when a man is denied the right to live the life he believes in, he has no choice but to become an outlaw. Pipes to make diamonds And the pressure get to building And I feel it like I'm dealing with a million different things And they scream because the devil right beside them Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.